Are you in the cannabis industry looking for like-minded people that can help you grow your cannabis business? Do you want to get into this space but don't know where to start? If you're a cannapreneur or work in the cannabis industry and are looking to 10x your business growth or even get into the cannabis industry, then the Canna Playbook Incubator is for you. The Incubator is a community of like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself that come from all areas in the industry to learn how to tap into the digital space that's available to fuel your brand and sales growth. To name a few things, you get cannabis data, compliant templates, and most importantly of all, a roadmap to help you increase the equity value of your company off the bat. If you're looking to see how you can grow and get the right advice, check us out and book your free strategy call with one of our Canna operational specialists, absolutely free. They will break down what opportunities exist for your brand, your company, and tap into an awesome blueprint that you'll leave with so you can get started in scaling and leaving your competition in the dust. To learn more, check out www.cannaplaybook.com forward slash connect or check us out in the links below in the show notes. Let's connect and help you own a piece of the market today. What's going on, Canna Playbook Nation? Hope you're doing amazing today from wherever in the world you are tuning in from. As always, we're on a mission to bring you stories of cannapreneurs and the very people that power the cannabis industry. In today's episode, we are going to be diving into one of my favorite topics over here at the Canna Playbook is getting in touch with your customers and more specifically, how cannabis companies are getting in touch through data. There is so much money, honestly, being left on the table because businesses everywhere, but mainly in the cannabis industry, they have no understanding of email marketing, communicating with their customers and the follow-up experience honestly is just really bad in the industry if you've ever been to a dispensary or any kind of brand. So I actually brought one of my really good friends and my partners that I trust in the space on today. His name is Daniel Badai, who runs a seven-figure email marketing and messaging agency and has multiple CBD clients that he helps. So we will dive into what's working and what key things to do if you are starting out with your CBD or kind of business, or you might be even an agency out there. So it was definitely an honor to have him on today's episode. So sit back, relax, and let's ease into today's episode. Today, my guest, my good friend, Daniel Badai is joining us all the way from Budapest, Hungary. So before I get into who he is, you know, one of the most important things about the cannabis industry, guys, is really understanding all this data that you're collecting when you do transactions for the THC group, you know, for the people that are CBD, you know, selling that kind of a product, you know, you're collecting data. And if you're not collecting data, how important it is and how important email marketing and SMS is. And I know SMS has been a huge thing in the cannabis industry. Everybody uses it, but they're not using it properly. So my guest today, Daniel, who's joining us all the way from Budapest, Hungary, he's the founder of Budai Media, which focuses on e-commerce retention and helps e-commerce brands boost their sales through diving deep into the psychology and biology of the human brain within their marketing. Welcome, Daniel, to the Kind of Playbook. It's an honor to have you on the show today. Hey everyone, I'm Daniel. As uh, Sami said, uh, from Budapest, Hungary, my home city, and uh, I'm really happy to be here today. Awesome, man. Awesome. We're happy to have you. So, so you know, I'll, I want to just dive right into it. You know, we kind of gave a little bit of a premise, and you know, and this is really an open conversation for a lot of entrepreneurs in our space to understand the importance of email marketing. So, you know, I know we're, we'll get into the importance of it, but 
in your one kind of sentence, where do you feel most people fail in this industry? You know, that you've seen as you work with clients, like what is one of the most common mistakes people are making when it comes to follow-up? Great, great question. So, yeah, I think the CBD industry is still relatively young. Um, we, uh, my team and I, we work with many other niches. We work with uh, 30 plus niches in the last year. Uh, in e-commerce and CBD is one of the most popular uh, niches these days in uh, in the e-commerce world and um, it's still relatively young it's still you know the market is it's almost like it's 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 almost like uh, the western movies you know there are yeah. guys who shoot each other and they don't know how to shoot and 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 they just try to um, make make some nice revenue with with the CB in the CBD industry with their products and um, also the the regulations are uh, still kind of new in this industry so it's still a very young industry and um, I can see many people who you know they they try to make the big bucks um, in a few months or even few weeks and after a few months they just leave the industry and and they are not happy and you know they just disillusioned about the yeah. whole industry and they leave it i think by by time in a few years probably the whole industry will be much more uh, matured and um, mm. only the smart players will will stay in the industry and um it's a very it's a very interesting um, process or, or 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 trend what's happening now in the CBD CBD industry. I think we could we could see this process in other niches before. I mean, do you find that the CBD clients that you meet do they even have an email marketing strategy, even though it's not set up properly? Have they even thought about it? Where on the Richter scale are are you finding business owners starting with? even collecting data and understanding the, um, you know, the importance of it, you know, where, where, where are we on that Richter scale? Yeah. So I think many of them, and not just in the CBD industry, but everybody in e-commerce, but especially in CBD because it's a relatively new niche or industry. And right. like most of them, like four out of five, let's say they don't understand the importance of uh, why they should get subscribers, why they should right. use email marketing, retention marketing, why they should have um, returning customers. They focus on the acquisition because that's the, you know, the quick revenue and right. um, people buy once and, um, and, e and not just email marketing at subscribers, but many times they, the customers, they don't like the products. They, they get right. the product and, and it's a shitty product and they are, you know, they, they won't come back in the future. Right. And, and if you focus on getting subscribers, get them to subscribe, um, they like your content, uh, your emails, your SMS marketing and, and your product first and foremost, then they will come back again and again. And I think it's really ignored um, still. People focus on acquisition, um, ads, or, or maybe SEO, and they want to make money quickly and just right. run away or, or, or I don't know. But yeah, it, it's, it's a kind of short-term thinking. I think that's, that's, that's not good in, in the business. No, I agree with you. I mean, we as a, you know, we, are, we also have an agency on the other side and you know, one of the big, biggest reasons we have, you know, Daniel here is because we're, we're, you know, we are trying to help 
the industry get better solutions. And so when we come across a lot of our cannabis and a lot of our CBD clients, we are always telling them that uh, more than ever right now, traffic is cheap and lead generation is the number one thing one must do because I think the market statistic is for every dollar spent on email marketing, it generates about $38 of revenue, if I'm not mistaken. Is that what you've heard as well too, Daniel? Yeah, around $30-$40 ROI. Right. So that's- and the problem that people are having that I see that I just wanted to just share is they're looking for sales like immediately if they don't even work on the psychology of the follow-up. It's not just putting in a bunch of emails and hoping the sales are going to happen. There needs to be some psychology behind what is coming into someone's inbox and every single time that they meet your brand in email, SMS, or whatever format, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and content, because this is an interesting niche. People need, they need to be educated. Um, right. I don't know how, how, it, how it is in the U.S. And, and I also know that it depends on the state where you are. But here in Europe are super suspicious about this industry, like CBD. They don't know anything about it. Is it even legal? I can see these right. questions. And people need to be really educated in, the, in this industry and, and explain to them why this is a great product, how it helps their health and, and right. you know, achieve their goals. Um, yeah, so content is crucial, not just, not just selling the product right away. So, so that's another respect. So in terms of, let's, let's dive into that. So a lot of people, some people understand that. They understand the value of content, right? Because we see it everywhere in social media. Uh, there's a lot of things that we even do with influencer marketing by producing content. But now let's get into the type of content, right? And even more specifically, what is the way that you work through figuring out the types of content that makes sense for some of the brands, you know, that we're working with in the CBD space? Mm -hmm. So content is one thing. Content is everywhere these days, but good content. So right. and it's very rare to see great content. So it, it's very rare. Um, what I would suggest, there are many, many ideas that we use in our agency and you can use as well. So let me give you a few tips on this. Um, first of all, testimonials, customer reviews. If you have them, especially in CBD, I think you should use them because as I said, people are still uneducated about these products and, and they just don't trust in right. this niche. Um, so customer reviews, video, video customer reviews. Um, you can send an email to your uh, recent customers. If they give you a uh, video customer review, you can, um, they can get some, some free samples or an extra, extra bottle of, of the product or something right, like right. that. So you can offer them some nice incentive to um, and, and they will send you a, a video review. And uh, also you can send them a survey. So you can ask them about uh, their opinions about your product and you can get right. a lot of great feedback and you can um, use it on, in your marketing. For example, with our clients, we um, use the positive uh, reviews, the positive survey answers in, in, right. in, the, in the emails and even in the ads, we, we use those. So, so that's one thing um, for, for great content. And um, you can also use videos or images um, when people use uh, your product. And um, 
it's it's very simple. If they if they uh, take a photo with with their cell phones, that's right, the right. best because it, so it's so, the, so let me so let's break it down though. So if I'm a new brand, right, and I'm talking and this I'm talking directly to the people that have just started their business, right? They have maybe some text reviews, right? Um, maybe yeah. they have a couple of sales going on. How much content does that business need to get to the next level, right? So that they could quantify it. And well, how, how long is that time for that person to understand they have to warm these leads up for a sale to even happen? So like, what is that, uh, in, in your opinion, like how, how have you seen that process roll out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> you should definitely have a content strategy. And I think in the center, uh, video content should be because uh, you can repurpose it in many different ways. You can reuse it later. So you should ask for for a video review, uh, like a one minute video, and then you can uh, transcribe it and use it in uh, in your email, in your ads, uh, on your blog. You can even put out the video on YouTube or Instagram. And you can even create some kind of quotes with an image, like, uh, I love this product because of this feature and this feature. And you just right. you just post an image on Instagram with the quote. And actually from one video, you can create like at least 10 different uh, type of content. Um, right, I think right. Gary Vee, he, he has a great guide on this thing and you can even create 100 if you are very yep, smart. Yep, so, 100%, 100%. I mean, um, and, uh, and, sorry, just to finish it. So if you use a video in the, in the center of the whole content strategy, you need only a few videos, really like five videos is already good to go because right. you can create 50 different pieces of content on different channels. You can even use it in your SMS. So, so, so let me ask you a question. Try- so, so, so in terms of you got the email, you've gotten the person's phone number, and I know uh, the system that we rely on, I think you're a Clavio Gold Partner. So Clavio, everybody out there, is a great tool for email and SMS. So once you get their email, once you get their phone number and you're ready to re-communicate with them, what, you know, and you're gonna send out this kind of content we just spoke about, are you just using email to send them back to the social networks in terms of content or are you hosting that content on pages? That's another area that a lot of people get confused on. So where, or are you actually hosting it in the email itself? Like where does that content exist? Mm-hmm. How are you getting it? Yeah, so we also have a kind of social media email campaign and, and, okay. and we send it out to the list and check out our Instagram page or Facebook page. Um, we, we use it, but we, we tested it and it's not as effective. So I prefer the other approach to send people from the social media pages to the email list. Because you. if you think in uh, terms of a funnel, um, social media is more like top of the funnel. Right. It creates awareness. And email list is more like middle or bottom. So they are more ready to buy. And, and if we send them from the email to back to social media it, it's it's nice uh, because you know they circle around but still i prefer um to drive people from social media to the email list so got you so yeah got you yeah. okay very cool so and about sms about about sms so sms is a very interesting thing and i know that many marketers they are very they, they don't like SMS, especially in the US, it's overused. 
these days. It is overused. People, yeah, you're right. People, I, I get this all the time from US guys. Um, they get a lot of promotional text messages and, and they just hate it. And again, I, I can come up with Gary Vee again. He has a text club and people love that. I tried mm. to subscribe, by the way, but it's possible only from, from the US. US, um, yeah. Unfortunately, so um, if you use good content in your text, message, text messages, not just discount codes all the time, it can work quite well. Um, mm. We send uh, motivational codes, for example, okay. uh, or, or, or uh, Monday jokes for example, for certain stores, not in CBD, but in another niche. So you can, uh, or you, it's good, I mean, it's not all about, it's not all about selling. It's about exactly. communicating. And it's, it's funny because I do subscribe to Gary V in the United States in his text message club. <clears throat> you always want to see what the greats are doing, of course. Right. And, and give homage. And you know, it, he always is sending, like, if I can say his content, it's very much heavy motivation heavy motivation. He'll maybe one or two links of here, join the community, come to the community, let's do something. But a lot of like hearts and hey, love you or, you know, fuck it, let's just do it today, you know, or whatever, right? Like his motive, you know, his style and he's bringing that out into text messages. And so that's one way that I've seen him do it. Uh, and I imagine it's a great way to do it, right? It's a tap yeah, into and, their Yeah, and everyone wants. can in their um, texting and yep, marketing. Yep. So let me shift gears, man. I mean, you're in Budapest, and so I'm guessing the CBD companies you're saying you're working with, are they mainly predominantly in the United States or are they in Budapest or in Europe? Actually, they are from uh, the United States. The business okay. owner, they sometime, sometimes they are not from the US, but they usually sell in the US. Um, Got you. Got you. Yeah. And, and what would you say you, the temperature right now is in the US market for CBD? Is it overly saturated? Is it just 90% of people that don't know what they're doing and 10% of people that are collecting all the money? Like where, where do you see the market mm -hmm. is in the United States? Yeah. Yeah. So I can see, as I said, we were with many different niches, circuit plus just last year and compared to the other niches, I think CBD is one of the hottest niches. Mm. Uh, um, so it's a great opportunity these days. But as I said, still it's it's very immature. So so I think it will evolve in the next years. And okay. um, in the past, I could see this uh, this this process, this trend in other niches. That at the beginning, it's really like everyone they everyone wants to make the the you know the quick money. And uh, after a while, the short term think thinkers, they, they drop out and the long term right. thinker, thinkers, they stay in the game and actually they can triple down their profits because there is less competition. I could yeah. see the same with dropshipping in the last two years or, or, mm. or with D2C companies. So in other industries, and I really expect something similar uh, in CBD. Yeah. So, so in other words, all the successful CBD companies have an email marketing SMS strategy. So in other words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they think long-term. Uh, I really, uh, yeah, this, this book is not here now, but uh, the book of, uh, I think in English, it's called The Everything Store. It's about okay. Amazon. Uh, do you know this? Yeah, book? I've heard of that I, book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, really, I really recommend everyone to read that book. It's about long-term thinking, how Jeff Bezos built this, 
huge company. Yeah, and 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 email marketing, SMS marketing, great product, great customer experience. I think Amazon is great with customer experience. Oh, 100%. Uh, so so yeah, these things. And and yep. you will uh, you know, you you will win the competition in the long term in a few years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I want to dive into one thing that I saw in your profile. You talk about the biology and the psychology of the human thinking. And what we're really talking about there is copywriting in our world, right? And how to think about the words that are going on your website, in your text message, wherever words live in your business, right? Let's, let's look at it that way. So tell me when you realized, when you were getting into this industry and have, and just let me ask, have you always been in the marketing industry or did you end up here out of like a fluke? Like most people kind of do. Yeah. Around three <laughs> years ago, uh, you, you won't believe it. I uh, studied as a geologist. I wanted to work in the no oil way. industry. Okay. And, uh, back then the oil prices dropped, um, uh, uh-huh. and I couldn't find a job. So I just started out copywriting as a freelancer and I yeah. started an after so let's, so let's get into that. When did you realize your copywriting was deadly and you knew you could make sales and move people, right? When did you know that moment after, because you have to do multiple testing and there's a lot of work yeah. to be put in, but when did you find out that moment and how did you feel? Yeah. So finally, my first uh, call with a guy from LA, I remember, um, I, I, I couldn't even speak uh, well because I was not because of my English, but because I was so afraid or, or so you know, right. worried. <laughs> and after a few months, after around five, six months, I could make enough money that I, uh, I could quit my job. I had right. a job in, uh, as a customer support guy. It was a terrible job. Um, so I could make, I could make a living and I, it was a very, like, uh, it, it gave me a huge confidence that it's, it's a, it was a great thing to do. Um, mm. yeah, but actually I realized I much prefer to manage other copywriters and mm. I'm not a native speaker, so I have my own limits and, uh, yeah, I, I, I started my, so, so, I mean, so, so how do you do that? I mean, as not a native English speaker, how are you managing managing copywriters, let alone implementing your copywriting. Like, like most, most Americans, for example, will be listening to this and saying, well, you have to be from the place in order to write copy. So how do you, do you read a lot or what, what is your method of just diving in and making sure that your copy is deadly? Yeah. So first of all, I, 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 I loved, uh, I loved writing in general. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I was young, I already wrote my notes and I even wanted to read, uh, write a book. Um, nice. so I just loved writing, but still, you know, I wasn't a native speaker. Um, Google on, on Google, you can find a lot of templates, a lot of knowledge. You can buy books on this topic, so you can pick up the knowledge quite quickly. Yeah. Also, I think you shouldn't uh, focus on perfection at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just try to write. A uh, a marketing copy, sales copy, and you will be better than 80% of the people quite fast. You, yep. you won't, you won't be a Gary Halbert after two months, right. but you will be better than 90%. And that's already enough to make money. So oh, hundred, hundred percent. So let's shift to another question. I, I was curious about is what has been your biggest challenge um, in your specific role that you're in right now that you're 
trying to resolve. Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're always, if you don't have problems and you're not doing it correctly. So yeah. what's the latest problem for, for Daniel? Yeah, so now I'm the CEO of a uh, fully remote e-commerce agency. We are 15 people at the moment. And the biggest challenge now is simply growth and balancing um, the growth of our client base and, and the growth of our team. So we, we want to, you know, balance um, hiring enough people and teaching them and make them smart enough. And at the same sure. time, we add more and more clients and we really have to balance the two things. And uh, it, 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 it really needs a lot of work to do. Um, For sure. Sure. But uh, we have great uh, people who who helps who help us. Um, for example, um, have you heard about the book called uh, Flow? It's a very yes, good I have. Yeah. So the author of this book is from Hungary, but uh, he lives in the U.S. and okay. uh, he's a very well-known psychologist. Uh, Cheeks and Mihai, I think that's his surname. And right. uh, he worked with our HR consultant for more than a decade. And uh, we have this HR consultant, this lady who helps us for years to hire people and teach them. And she's amazing. So we oh, have wow. some very, very smart people who help us to grow this agency. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that we can um, hire the right people great. is the key key message. Hire the right people. Yeah. That'll save a yeah. lot of time. Yep, that's awesome, man. And so let me ask you, you know, what's been your biggest surprise that you've had in the last few months? And, you know, and, and why has that been your biggest surprise in your, in your business? Yeah, so probably the coronavirus. <laughs> but not just <laughs> By the way, how is it out there? Are you, are you, are you safe out there in Budapest? Is it, is, it, is it crazy right now or what's going on? Yeah, so actually here in Eastern Europe or Central Europe, it's it's very safe, I would say. Okay. Uh, Italy, Spain, the UK was very bad and France. Um, but here in uh, Hungary and the surrounding countries, we had only a few uh, thousand uh, sick people. Oh, so okay. I think we were quite lucky, uh, actually. Is it, is, it, is it opening back up now and everything? Yeah, yeah, we can even travel to other European countries. So, oh, so yeah. very nice. Well, that's good to know. That's good. Um, okay, so what, you know, if, if, if a marketer out there, let's just say there's a lot of business owners out there that may not believe, you know, too much in email marketing, let alone advertising or any of this stuff, right? And, you know, they're on the kind of playbook today. So, you know, that's what we talk about, right? That's the thing that you need to tap into. So if you had an extra, let's just say $2,000 right now, like let's just say that's what they're normally spending about 2000 to 2500 on like weed maps, for example, right? And that just gives you a menu in, in an app that you might get some leads, but you get no data behind that, right? So if someone had two, $2,000 of extra, just I wanna spend this money and what's the best place to grow my business, how would they spend that and, 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 where, and what's the best thing for any of these, whether it's a CBD or THC company, is it lead generation or is it, where, where would be that money be best spent for that business owner? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. I would ask back first, where, where is your business now? So at what stage? Do you already have a solid source of leads coming in? And if not, I would invest into that for sure. Uh, that's the first thing. 
But the second thing would be email and SMS and retention. So let me, let's analyze that. So let's just say CBD business says, Daniel, I don't have a good lead generation strategy, right? Because I, I, my Facebook account gets shut down. How do I advertise CBD, right? Talking about our friends over there that are in the CBD space. What, what do you tell, I mean, do you, I mean, do you help them do lead generation or do you tell them to go back and figure that out and then come back to you? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Currently with our agency, we focus on retention, email, SMS, messenger mostly. We even did uh, physical mails. So we play with many different channels. Okay. Um, we don't do acquisition now or, or ads or, or traffic things. Uh, I think that's your plate actually. So <laughs> uh, first go to Samid and then go to us. <laughs> okay. Come. Okay, um, so, yeah. so, right. so, so most people that are coming to you have that figured out. And then, but what, but, it, and if they're getting leads, a lot of, like, like a, lot, a lot of entrepreneurs say, Hey, I've gotten a lot of leads, but I haven't gotten a lot of sales. These leads are garbage. I don't think people are garbage. I just don't think that you've warmed them up. So how do you take an entrepreneur that's coming to you that has a lead strategy, but doesn't believe in like the lead quality? That's a great point. So we usually work with uh, clients who already figured out the quality of leads and, and they have uh, some revenue. Um, but as you said, <laughs> as you said, uh, there are no, you know, uh, bad leads or, or bad people. You have to warm them up. You, you have right. to educate them. You have to send them solid content. So if you can see that there are many people coming in, but nobody buys, then probably they need content and you right. have to educate them and you have to entertain them. So, so yeah, we can also do that. And we do it for many clients. Um, we set up different email sequences, uh, different sign-up forms on the website, and we can warm them up and, and get the sales. And email is a great way still in 2020 because it's just, it can be personalized and it's still in your inbox, you know, it's, 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 right. it's not like uh, some billboard or on your feed. And, and or, I think or, what people need to understand is that an email, it's not just about collecting the lead. It's about collecting the segmentation in your database. So if you're not segmenting your database and having different conversations with different types of people, because not everybody falls into one category, you're leaving tons of money on the table, 100%. You know, and I think a lot of people don't segment at all. They have no segmenting strategy, right? Yeah, um, and that's a, that's a huge mistake. I I could see guys sending the same email to 50 or 100,000 people, and that's that, that's crazy. Like, and then the spam rate is huge. They they yeah. I, I could even see a guy who who uh, was shut down by uh, Gmail and uh, really, he's yeah. just spamming. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So segment, segment, segment. Yeah. So, so, in, so someone like you in your industry, you know, you're doing email marketing. There's tons of people that out there that do email marketing. How do you stay on top of the market? Like education wise, learning wise, like are you part of different groups out there? You know, what's your strategy of staying on top of the game? I really like uh, a phrase that I could uh, hear uh, a few days ago. Uh, as a business owner, you should be ready to listen to the advice of everyone and mm. you should be ready to reject all the advice. So I think as an entrepreneur, you should be very open to every, uh, every feedback. Uh, you should go to Facebook groups, 
seminars, masterminds, right. talk to talk to you, talk to me, talk to different experts and 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 other e-com business owners. Um, but also, you should be smart about the advice of everyone. Um, you should think about if this advice, this piece of advice applies to my business, to my situation or not. Because right. so 100% you should be open to other people, other businesses, uh, you should learn from them. I mean, you should uh, just have conversations. Everybody's inside their house. So you have this thing called the computer in front of you. You have the, inside the computer, you got social networks that you can connect with anybody around the world. Use the time to have the conversation. I think that's really where we're in, and we're in a conversational economy uh, right now. And I think that people are have to get over the fear. I remember that you said that you had that shitty uh, support sales job or whatever that you had. But remember, it's not a shitty job because it provided you an experience. In and I was actually on a sales floor myself, so I can I can relate. Is that you know it provides you that experience to get on the phone and talk to somebody. Right. So you're not in, a lot of people think that they're interrupting people's uh, day uh, with even email marketing. People are like, I, I should email every day. Yes, you should email every day because otherwise people you're not people are thinking about you every day. Then, Right. So it's it, it's these concepts that I think are more mindset. And that's when you we say the psychology of the human brain. This is part of it. This is why people's copywriting, uh, I'm sorry, it sucks out there, you know? And that's, and that's really why people like yourself are helping them unsuckify it. You know what I mean? They're helping them polish it up, make it better, and being able to just get on with business and get your customers to do the next thing in the process. But just thinking that strategy out with the right copy is uh, uber important more than ever. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we are we are uh, in an online environment more and more, and good copy is more and more important these days. Written yep. communication became more important than before, than ever before. Yeah. So tell me and tell the audience one thing. If someone's out there that's like, I want to get interested in copywriting, or I want to get interested in taking my email marketing seriously, and they just want to get some action. What is one thing that you're researching right now that you want to share with people, or a book that you might want to share? Uh, right now in the moment, given where the market is or, or what's, what's hot right now in your mind? About, about copywriting specifically? Yeah, or? copywriting or email marketing or a combination of where the market is going. Like what is the one thing that you're researching right now that's hot? Mm -hmm. Yeah, great, great question again. So um, in the past one year, we started going on the channel. So... Mm. We have these new channels, uh, rel relatively new channels like SMS, Messenger, as I, and as I said, even physical mails. Right. And um, before we used only email marketing, but I think uh, I think now we have to adopt a bit, and 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 uh, everyone should start using Messenger and SMS and and even physical mails and postcards. They work right. very very well with a with a good brand. And uh, you shouldn't just send out the message on, on SMS and, and, and do your ads and, and email, but right. you should uh, tie them together. You should become not multi-channel, but omni-channel. So for example, in practice, so we send out an email and we tell people tomorrow they will get a postcard. And then the next day they will get the postcard with some uh, discount. 
And then two days later, they get an SMS that they have only six more hours to use the discount. So we use three different channels. Uh, you use a physical promotion. postcard in the mail? Sorry? You, get, you give them a physical postcard in the mail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay. send them a postcard. Yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Um, and this is, this is just one strategy. And, and you can, you know, combine these things. And right. uh, it works 100%. great. People, people check their text messages, their email, and then they are looking forward to get the postcard. And you are, right. you are just everything. So, right, right. 100%. No, absolutely. Those those are very strong strategies because I think people don't really value. Actually, I was listening to I Love Marketing, and I love those guys over there, Joe Polish um, and and his whole crew. And you know, they were talking about how important actually physical mail is. It's like a, it's it's a, it's a place where people don't really pay attention to it, but it's still part of the experience because we're all still talking to humans, right? We all still live in the real world. And I think we forget that. And we always want to just use one like trick strategy that's going to take you from zero to hero. And it's never about one. It's about, as we said, Omni, right? So yeah, um, yeah. if you can, as a business owner, uh, try to, because you can integrate uh, postcard software. Uh, right. I, uh, if you want, I can tell the name of the software. It's named uh, Postpilot. And you can integrate it with Klaviyo and SMS BAM. So you can um, migrate the list from the email software and you can see their address. And right. try to find uh, or segment your top 100 customers, kind of VIP customers. Okay. And uh, one postcard, it's a bit expensive. So almost $1 per postcard. So try to spend only $100. Uh, for your top 100 customers and try to okay. see if it works. And if it okay. works, then you can scale it uh, later. It's okay. a killer strategy. Okay, very cool. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, I know we're gonna be doing something together to bring a solution to the market. But you know, for the people that are listening, the people that are really interested in what you're saying, you know, and this has been a really fire podcast, man. I mean, I appreciate all like the golden nuggets, but where can people follow up with you? You know, where can they get in touch with you? Drop the links. Yeah, so check out our website, thebudaimedia.com. Budai, it's, it's my surname. And uh, also we have a podcast where uh, Summit will, will come as well. And uh, we just launched it a few weeks ago. We are coming up with, with uh, some interesting e-commerce folks, agencies, business owners, uh, consultants. And uh, on the website, you will find the podcast as well. And feel free to reach out to uh, me on LinkedIn or Facebook, uh, Daniel Budai, uh, my profile, and, and let's talk, guys. I'm, I'm really open to talk to anyone in this industry. Awesome, man. And we're, and we're going to put all those links and everything in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, just go to the show notes and you'll see all those links over there. Daniel, man, thank you so much, man, for your time today. It's absolutely been a pleasure. You know, and honestly, we look forward to having you back uh, in the future so you can drop some more gold nuggets for our audience and, you know, see where you're at and what's been going on. Man. I really appreciate you. Thank you. It was a great experience. And uh, thanks, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and found some value in it. 
If you guys liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe and give us a review so other amazing entrepreneurs can discover the industry and get value just like yourself. We are always looking for anyone working and providing value in the cannabis space. So if you feel you have a brand and a story to tell on the Cannabis Playbook, reach out to us at Incubator. That's I-N-C-U-B-A-T-O-R at CannabisPlaybook.com and someone from our team will reach out. Once again, we appreciate you all and keep living, keep growing, and keep taking action.